Well, gosh, I'm supposed to keep talking. What should I talk about? Let's see. Um, you know, this might be a good time to uh, transition to uh, something that I, I would like to talk to everybody about. Maybe we'll talk about it now. Maybe we'll talk about it in like a half hour. But our next sermon series that's coming up in uh, just this upcoming Sunday from uh, today when we're recording, we're going to be starting a sermon series which goes all summer long. And the sermon series is called Forgive. And uh, Ryan, you're back. I am back. Yeah, I wanted to get to what you're talking about now, so keep on rolling. So I was I was teasing the sermon series. We'll have to go yeah. back to the to the rest of Sarah's questions, but we'll jump into this one right now. Okay, so. well, that, that was the only two that she had. Uh, okay. So you talk about that, and uh, uh, our special guest is going to come in here in a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. I was kind of hoping you'd do something like that. Yep. So um, the sermon series, we're, we just finished up uh, a sermon series uh, called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And Ryan, I want, want to see, did you notice my my shoes? I did, yeah. They just came I, in. I like them. These are actual, like, uh, uh, Mr. Rogers brand Tennis shoes, the shoes that he would he would change into. What brand is it? Sperry's. Sperry's. And okay. I, I didn't know anything about them. Sperry's don't make basketball shoes. They don't make make soccer shoes. I think they make boating shoes. So I'm like a nautical guy. Yeah. But those are the kinds that he put on. They're called um, Sperry Captains or something. They don't make them anymore. This is the closest thing. They're called Sperry Retros, and they look just like Mister Rogers' shoes. Nice. So and I are I they got, comfortable? No. Uh, <laughs> They, I'm used to wearing like cross trainers or sure. or workout shoes. Yeah, and they're usually super light. These are a little bit heavier and feel a little bit more like what like I imagine I'm walking on like a boat, like like okay. a hard surface. Ouch. Um. So yeah, they're they're so, not so much workout shoes. They're more kind of just casual sure. everyday shoes. They're not uh, walk around Disney for eight days <sighs> shoes. I don't know how Mister Rogers could do it. Although he was wearing penny loafers before he put these things on for the, the kids show and he did a lot of sitting if i recall oh on, yeah uh, on at mr rogers neighborhood he did yeah so no but i like them and i i think the more i wear them the more i'll get used to them yeah but. yep i like that talking about loving your neighbor and doing things like that so next up is forgiveness so next up is is just called forgive forgive okay and it's based off of a book that was written by the late great Timothy Keller. Yeah. Uh, I found this out about, if you don't know who Timothy Keller was, um, he's uh, a guy who started something called the Gospel Coalition. He's, he's um, as far as like biblical and, you know, it's kind of sad in this day and age, and this is kind of what the book Forgive talks about, but we live in such a polarized culture where even your Christianity can be judged as too left or too right. And sometimes that means too far left biblically, like too liberal with sure. the Bible or too conservative, too fundamentalistic. But it also can mean that uh, associating a preacher with their politics as if you're too right or too left sure. based on American politics and the, and the things that you say because everything has become so polarized. Yeah. And Timothy Keller is someone that you would you could easily say – this dude's pretty moderate. Uh -huh. Like he's pretty centerline in that he offends everybody on every <laughs> side, whether you're left or right. Well, but if if you read the Bible and you don't get a little bit nervous and start tugging at your collar, you're yes. you're not reading it honestly. Well, and honestly, uh, being Lutheran and being raised Lutheran, I think center middle of the road is probably a good place to be. It's very much where I am at. Mm -hmm. um, in in that, uh, I think I think when the when uh, Lutherans become too liberal. They lose 
the plot, and when they become too conservative, they lose the plot. Timothy uh-huh. Keller was raised Lutheran. Okay. And ended up um, becoming a pastor, I believe, in the, like the Presbyterian Church or the Reformed Church, in a big church in New York. So you think about the context of where he's preaching and so on. He's written tons of books. Um, and every book that I've read from his, I've been like, and, and I'm very critical of, of theologians. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and in his case, I've been pleasantly surprised every time. I'm like, this guy's practically Lutheran, and, and in a good way. <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, his book forgive is something that, that I read that we've been reading uh, a few of us on staff and decided, you know what, this time after we've talked about loving God and loving neighbor, won't you be my neighbor? Let's talk about forgive. Uh, what is it? How do I do it? Why should I do it? Yeah. And, um, we're going to, each week is going to build on each other. So it's very important that, that everyone attend mm-hmm. either online or on site Every single worship service, if you miss it, go back and listen to the message because each message will build to the next one. Yeah. And he works in a very systematic fashion through 12 chapters, and we're encouraging people to get the book to read on their own as well. It's You can go to Amazon.com. It's called Forgive by Timothy Keller. Okay. And that starts this Sunday? That starts this Sunday. This Sunday uh, would be the, what, the 11th? <laughs> I had to look at my watch. Yeah, June 11th. June 11th, okay. And we're going to go all summer through this. So it's going to, okay. and it's, um, here's, here's what I want to talk about and why this is so um, prevalent right now. We have lived through probably the most polarizing time Mm -hmm. in our country's history, if not the world's history, Um, but especially in the United States, probably since the Civil War of just polarization and and this time of, of demanding atonement from whoever offends us with no option for forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been called cancel culture. Yep. And often cancel culture has been pushing up against what's been deemed uh, forgiveness culture. And forgiveness culture refers to coming out of basically Christianity and Christian values because forgiveness is a big part of being a Christian. Well, why is that? Because Jesus commands us to, to forgive each other. Yep. And... Hey, come and, on in, uh, man. I'll get him set up. You keep yep. going. And yet, does forgiving someone take away justice for the wrongs that have been done? Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna dig into that. We're gonna dig dig into what forgiveness is, how we can forgive others, why we can forgive others. And forgiveness is a process. If you've ever tried to forgive someone, and you've just been like, I just can't get beyond what they've done to me. They, I mean, something really wrong was done and I just can't move beyond it. Understand that forgiveness is not something that happens spontaneously right in the moment. I mean, for some people it does, but often forgiveness is a process that takes time. Um, And again, we're going to talk about all those things. We're going to talk about basically what's going on in our world today. Okay. Um, in our culture. So how many weeks? Like eight? 12. 12 weeks. Yeah. All summer long. Nice. All summer long. And yeah, if uh, DJ, you mentioned it, I love that uh, Mark just cuts out the sermon. So if you do miss a week, you can go back and get caught up really quick. Yep. And and, uh, you can follow right along if you're waiting to get the book or whatever. Um, So yeah, that'd be great. 
Yep. And again, the things that we've been experiencing, if you think about going back to, to as far back as 2001 with 9-11 and moving forward, we've become more and more a culture of grievance demanding atonement from others, a pound of flesh, but with no option for forgiveness. Yeah. And so you think of like social media and something that you may have stupidly put online um, on Facebook or, or something, you yeah. know, Instagram 10 years ago, you may be a completely different person, right? But someone can go back, find that. Oh and, yeah. And try to try to ruin you yeah. because you're not, you're not morally or ethically speaking in, in the direction of, of the loudest group out there. Right. That's because of a removal of being gracious and forgiving to one another. Yeah. And demanding your pound of flesh mm -hmm. as if justice and forgiveness are in contradiction with each other. Yeah. But what we learn from scripture, what we learn from the Bible, what we've learned from things like Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement as compared to maybe um, the direction of, of, of the current civil rights movement, the Black Lives Matter movement since 2014. Yep. Uh, is that there's not a whole lot of room for forgiveness there. Right. Um, and, and that could be justified in some ways, maybe others not, but justice and forgiveness are not antithetical to each other. There's mm -hmm. a way to have both. Yeah. And where do we learn that? Well, we learn that through the scriptures. Mm -hmm. We learn that through the commands of Jesus, the call to forgive. Yeah. Forgiveness is not, um, a get out of jail free card for bad people. Right. It's, it's, right. it's something much more than that. Yeah. Justice balances that out. Yep. So anyway, these are the things, these are the topics that we're going to talk about and hopefully we can discover forgiveness together. Yeah. There you go. Atonement.live, YouTube, search Atonement Fargo. All right. So we've got uh, Grant. Uh, can you hear everything okay? I can. All right. Keep that thing about a fist, about a fist's width away from your your mouth. We uh, got to give Grant a cool nickname. Yeah. You can't just say his name. Like we, we cover up, we, everyone that we talk to, we, we kind of cover up their their actual name and give them like an alter <laughs> ego, an alias. Yeah. So, you, yep, you can pick a nickname if you want. I mean, you already called him Grant, so we well, got to that. Well, that's true. I think we just rolled that. Too late. How about, <laughs> it's too late. How about the OG, the original Ooh, Grant? The original Grant. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, Grant, this was impromptu. We saw you in the hallway, grabbed you in here. How are things going, man? Things are good. How are you? Good. Going into senior year next year? It's crazy. Yeah. Do you already have senioritis? Like, are you already counting, like... 240 days till graduation. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of what it was like. I saw all the seniors. I had some of them in my class, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to get out of this. And then I realized, yeah, I got a whole nother year. You got a whole so. nother year. <laughs> what are you looking forward to in your senior year? Uh, Not not class. Okay. Definitely definitely football and baseball. I'm okay. looking for my forward to my uh, senior season. Are you someone who plays baseball year-round or just for I, school ball? I, I normally would be, but this year I'm not. Okay. It's just baseball, summer baseball is a lot. Oh, I, especially I, yeah. around here. I bet. Tra I, travel yeah, ball? Yeah, yeah, Legion ball is a lot. So what are the sports that are that are year round? I know baseball is. Hockey is hockey definitely. Is, year round. is it really? Oh, yeah. I there, didn't know that. There are hockey, there, there's summer hockey programs, there's spring, there's fall, there's winter. It's, it's, it's baseball, hockey, well, baseball. So soccer is soccer, year round. Yeah. Can't really do baseball uh, in the winter, though. What about? Well, that's true. <laughs> what about? What about tennis? Can you do tennis year round? 
You do probably could. Courts, Courts Plus has Courts indoor. Plus. You can do stuff like that. Do they do yeah. wrestling year round? Yeah. Do well, they really? There's like summer camps and like summer. Oh like, sure. There's like teams outside of high school. I know. So there are there are like club li- clubs for mm-hmm. yeah. these different. What about yeah. curling? Huh? Well, they, well there's it, yeah, there's FM curling up on uh, what is it, 19th Avenue and and 10th Street. So yeah. it's very easy to just be w- a one sport or one activity. Oh yeah, person right? Yeah, could, yeah. Is playing sure. two sports uh, at your level because the schools you're you're in the Fargo Moorhead School District. Yep. Uh, full disclosure: you're not in the Fargo School District, but. Be a lot cooler if you were. That's right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> anyhow, you're you're actually go to the school. It always beats my school. But nope. um, is it out of the ordinary at your level to be playing more than one sport? I wouldn't say it's out of ordinary because there's definitely like a lot of kids that do. But there's like also a fair number. It's probably like equal, honestly, that just play one sport. Especially since we have the numbers we have. Yeah, it's like. You don't need it's it's not like a class B school where you need the three oh, sport athlete absolutely. that's in FFA two and all <laughs> when that. When I lived in Cooperstown by fourth grade, I was playing four sports. Yeah. <laughs> when I moved out to Washington State, by the time I was in ninth grade, I was down to two. Yeah. Yeah. And by tenth grade, it was down to one. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just like there's there's no need for there's too, like, there's so much competition to be able well, to be competitive. Yeah, yeah, that too. And so these kids are or including me, I, these kids, uh, <laughs> these am, kids, these days, kid. yeah, these kids, <laughs> they're, they're, they're focusing. We're focusing more on, uh, like one sport because there's no need to branch off. So you find the sport you're best at and probably sure. stick to that. That's stick what, that's that probably the most common. Yeah. Are you, and you are, uh, uh, let me, let me ask this because I thought I was right. Let me, let me double check. Are you, are you Cheyenne or West Fargo? Cheyenne. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh. That's what I thought. So, uh, you're going on, you're going to Portland this summer. I am for the mission trip. Yep. Do you guys know what you're doing yet? I haven't heard what we're doing, uh-huh. but they've uh, outlawed the dance clap or yeah, the church. Yeah. Clap. No, Why? no dancing. No dancing. All you got to do is stretch. You ruined it. I, so now I, all I, the pietists are like, no dancing, no playing wow, cards. This no, like, this is like footloose now. Yes. <laughs> no dancing in church. No dancing in church. <laughs> not for Ryan, at least. <laughs> I'm not there quite yet, but I will be. I'll be back. Are I'll you, be back. Are you, are you going to bust move? Well, maybe eventually, but not right now. Right now, I'm just trying to, to uh, work up to uh, jogging. There you go. The problem so. was he did literally yeah. bust a I, move. I yeah. did, yeah. And it's on video. Oh, That's yeah. It's the craziest part. And it sounds awful. Bong. It yeah. Sounds, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a fiddle string popping. Uh, so this is your, your second mission trip, right? Yep. Okay. To your letter. Yeah, <laughs> last year was your first one where I where where I had the infamous uh, rupture yeah, I of the. You, I helped you to the car. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you, that was your first mission trip. Yep. Uh, so talk about that a little bit. You hadn't been on one before. Um, was it? What was the appeal last time? Was it Alaska? I well, mean, you can be on. This well, is a safe place. Well, if I'm being <laughs> honest, the the. the the ability to, or the opportunity to uh, go to Alaska was kind of hard to pass up. Sure. So that's like what stuck out to me, but I, I'd always wanted to go on a mission trip, but it was kind of like either baseball or something in the summer or Mm -hmm. something came up that always didn't like held me back. So I made plans earlier this time and 
went sure. to Alaska. Yeah. And so now you're going well, to Portland. Well, and, and in Grant's uh, uh, defense, I mean, we're the ones who offered Alaska. It's not like we were saying we're yeah. going to Devil's Lake. <laughs> You know, I mean, we well, kind of wanted, oh, okay. we kind of put Alaska out there for that reason to say, hmm, maybe more people will. We did, but, but, uh, let, let's, get hooked like Grant is. So then now we can take him to Devil's Lake and he'll be on board. <laughs> See, this is, this is rotten, but this is true. Uh, when you were little, cause you've been here at Atoma your whole life. Yes. I've known you for a very long time. Yeah. Did you ever go up for kids messages? Oh yeah. All the time. Why? Suckers and smarties. Yeah. Suckers and smarties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the you know truth. You know, this is how this works. We understand. The, the, yeah. the truth is, uh, and, I, and I'll say this, unashamed to say this, mm-hmm. you put the candy out there, mm-hmm. and once they're there, where are they going to go? Exactly. You got them, right? Exactly. And now you're voluntarily going to Portland. Oh, I voluntarily went to Alaska. Well, I understand. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but 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 it's like, hey, I want to go. This is back to back. It's not yeah. like, ah, uh, well, you well, know, it was, I, a, it was such an amazing trip that I all right, got to re- well, repeat it. Let's okay. So well, it's kind of like feed my starving children. Once you do it once, mm-hmm. you're hooked. Yeah. So um, we went to Alaska and we did a lot of service projects. Um, what was what? I mean, this is a, a easy softball question, but what was what was the the best part of it, or what was the appeal? What was what was it about going on this mission trip that made you think, you know what, I'll do this again? Because you could have very easily said, yeah, you know, I did it once, I wanted to go on one, I did it, and I'm good now. Right. What what was it that made you say, yeah, I want to go again? Ah, uh, probably. Like I remember, I think it was the first or second night. When we went to that one, uh, it was that church and food pantry. Yep. And they had that uh, meal with all that. Uh, what was it? Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, where we were, we were serving. Yeah, we were serving people. Their volunteers. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I think it was you and me went went around talking to like some of the volunteers, and it was just hearing their stories and hearing how they got there and uh, how, what they do to help and why they help. It was just the the connection you would make with people w- was just probably the part I wanted to experience again. Yeah. It's about, it's about the people. And that's what, yeah. that's what the mission trips are all about is, you know, there's, um, and, and, you know, I'm not on staff anymore. And so, you know, this was just my philosophy when I was on staff was we can fix, we can fix houses here. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to do when I was on staff was go places where we could interact with people and um, learn their stories and have the kids see how people outside of Fargo and West Fargo and Moorhead live and the struggles that they go through. Even when we went to Minneapolis, most of, I think there were only five of us on that trip or five, I'm sorry, five students on that trip. Mm -hmm. Every one of them had been to Minneapolis. Right. But they hadn't been to this Minneapolis. Right. And I, I think that's important. And I, that's that's really cool that he just touched on that, that going to talk to people was one of the things that, yeah. that drew you into going again. Yeah. And I remember I we did that once. 
I, I was on the crew that went out and talked to people. And then I was stuck uh, back at the church helping clean out their shed they had that was quite dirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I probably, I'll probably feel that in like 15 to 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was definitely something in there that we should not have been inhaling. But that's called the delayed death touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the next day we were cleaning that one hill that all the brush off oh, that yeah. one hill, which was a task. Uh-huh. But it was like, I would, I would, everybody would get back to the church at night and we would hear the stories and it was just like, dang, I, I wish I was on that crew out with the, with the volunteers out in like, not the streets, but in the, the shelters and stuff, talking to people. And it was, that, that's kind of what drew me back is, yeah, like you said, the people. Yeah. Going out, yeah. going out to, to, to see that. What do you think you learned the, like, and it doesn't matter what you learned about other people, what you learned about yourself, what you learned about the, the other you know the other students here. I don't. I don't want to call them kids, mm-hmm. but there's always that uh, temptation. The other students, like, or or you can answer all of that. What did you? What stands out to you as what you learned on that trip? Probably the biggest thing is not not the inner not how to interact with other people, but like how to understand other people and how and their situation and where they're coming from and like care for people in that sense in mm-hmm. like communicating with people you know like caring for oh they they came from this and then really taking in everything and trying to process that so really seeing them yeah yeah it's almost like what we talked about earlier (laughs) isn't that crazy (laughs) we didn't set this up that's that's funny yeah um so uh going to portland don't know exactly what how long is it is it about the same amount of time about a week yeah i think it's the either the eighth or the ninth the eighth i think you guys are going coming back on yeah. the 14th yeah of july yep yeah okay so yeah so that's a another that was your first plane ride too that was my first plane oh ride. wow and what a plane ride to have a first <laughs> that was probably the coolest thing i've ever seen is yeah. the mountains from the the sky yeah Yep, and it was a lot of them because you know oh, yeah. flying from Minneapolis oh, to yeah. Alaska, there was a lot of mountains to see. Cross over the whole Rocky Range, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, well, I was going to ask a question. Uh, so, so you've never been to Portland before? No. What do you know anything about Portland? They have mountains. They do have mountains. <laughs> they have mountains um, and ocean and oceans. Yeah. Portland, so you, you know, it's got a port. Yeah. Are, are you a fan of any uh, sports gear? Oh, Nike. Nike's from around that area. It's from there. It's Is actually it f- from Beaverton yeah. was, was its main base. Really? But, but uh, the first Nike town, if you've ever been to a Nike town anywhere in, in, in the world, I think they had one in Mall of America for a long time. They may still have one there. I'm not sure. But that was a big deal when I was a kid because I lived in Seattle, uh-huh. is going to Portland <clears throat> We drive down I-5. It wasn't nearly as far as coming from here. <laughs> uh, but if you went to Portland, you, we always had two places we had to hit. We had to hit the Old Spaghetti Factory. Uh-huh. You ever, have you ever been to Old Sp- Spaghetti I, I Factory? Have, have you ever been to the Old Spaghetti nope. Factory? Okay. I don't know if that's still a chain anymore either. I don't know. You hit that, and then you go to Nike Town. That was a big deal. Okay. Not mm-hmm. hmm. such a big deal anymore. But Interesting. So what are you hoping to get out of this one? Kind of the same thing, trying to see people, like, see people, mm-hmm. like, is in, like, past their initial uh, interaction. But uh, trying to grow the faith, grow my faith uh, mm-hmm. along with that. That's that's one thing that did happen in Alaska, too, is it just 
the overwhelming beauty and the whole experience of the mission itself helped grow my faith in yeah 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 so just try to build on that it's really cool we went to the we went to church there we did and so um do i don't know how often you go to other churches but how was that experience it was good it was amazing honestly um it's 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 you not unique it's good to see other like how other churches do it and mm-hmm. the different because they they weren't they weren't lutheran they were i can't remember Ma- the they were methodist yeah they were methodist so yeah like it wasn't it wasn't practically any, lutheran yeah <laughs> it wasn't any necessarily different but just different at the same time well, it was way more tra- traditional, traditional I mean, yeah. they do the tradition well and i was gonna say grant you're more of a, a modern service guy yeah. at least your family yeah. is i don't know do you ever go to the tradition service here Nah, not really. Yeah. Like Christmas, yeah. we do. Well, I imagine the it. service you went to is probably more traditional than, I mean, ours is more like a blended yeah, yeah. contemporary traditional service. We could, we could still, you can still, well, I shouldn't say this for a fact. Maybe they take their YouTube videos down, but theirs was on YouTube, so you can yeah. go back and watch it. And, and behind their uh, stage <sighs> and everything... You had a perfect view of Denali. Yeah. It was oh, amazing. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I did see that. That was... That by itself, just the view is pretty... Uh, that's pretty amazing. So, interesting story about that. They they bought the that plot of land, and they had everything set up, like the... the um, the blueprints and the, and how the church was supposed to set and where the where the uh, the yeah. glass was the window behind the the uh, altar and everything and the guy comes in to start going on this and he comes to them and he says are you guys crazy because the window was not going to face in the direction that it is now. Mm-hmm. It was going to face in, I think, just right to the, the remember those mountains that were right those next to? Those mountains themselves were amazing, though, they, too. They, they were pretty cool, yeah. too. But, it's like, look over here. Yeah, right. That's that's what it was. He's like, uh, I think you should turn this and yeah. have it sit that way. Because it was like over the bay, over the mountain. <clears throat> Seeing the mountains in the background. Yeah. Did you go? Uh, did you get to go up to the glacier when we went up yeah. that day? Yeah. How was that? That was insane. Yeah. Like the whole trip, the nature, the beauty. It was like I was talking about my with a, or talking about this with my mom is like I've been to places where there's mountains. I've been to the Rockies, but like going to Alaska, your jaw drops a whole nother foot. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, you met with, so how many days were you at the, the shelter or the, I wasn't in the group that was there the most. I was think three days. Okay. Cause I didn't help out with the, like the food drive or the handing out of the food they had. So, okay. But, but interacting with people was, was pretty sweet. It was really cool. And the, the really cool thing about it is almost nobody's from Alaska. Yeah. Everybody comes from somewhere else. So like we met our, our room flooded yep. when it rained that one night. Yep. So they brought in plumbers to go look at it. And I was wearing my UND sweatshirt and the plumber comes up to me and he's like, no way I'm from North Dakota. He was from not Beulah, somewhere around there, somewhere around Bismarck. Okay. And then he's like, I went to uh, college at UND. This isn't like, and I was just like, Small world. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, there, that is that is true that most people aren't from there. Um, so uh, 
what do you think uh, in in doing that? Did that shape like like when when I went on my first mission trip? I was like, I'm addicted to this now. Like, I need to figure out how to go on my next mission yeah, trip. That that's instantly what I thought when I got yeah when I was even there. Yeah, it's it's a really cool feeling. And um, so like now you're you're going to be graduating next year. So yep. you're going on a mission trip uh, coming up in in a month, and then you're probably going to have the opportunity if you want it to go on a mission trip next year. But then your high school mission tripped out. Yeah. Is that, is going on mission trips something that you think you're going to pursue beyond that? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it was just too amazing of an experience not to do again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Really fun times. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, do you, do you got anything? You got a, another question? Well, what I was actually wondering is what are you playing with? Yeah. Uh, what is that thing? In I, I have no idea, uh, but it's been here since, uh, it's like a wristband or Forever. something. No, it's like a it's like a Velcro thing. It it might even we might have even used it to to tie all the the cables together for our little podcast machine. Oh, I see. Yeah. So well, uh, well, I wanted to ask Grant. Uh, he's he's now one of our probably our newest member of the Atonement staff. How's yeah. it been uh, working at Atonement? Love it. Yeah. It's it's the best job you could have for a first job. Wow. Now that really? is an wow. endorsement right there. Just like. If you if you need to come in, say, like I started during baseball season, so we had games. If I needed to come in an hour or two later, I could just tell my boss, "Hey, I need to come in an hour or two later. I'll stay an hour or two after." Yeah. So I I could come in at eight thirty instead of six thirty to clean, and that was amazing. And it's, it's pretty easy work. Nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody no, bothers you when you're yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah, and it's not too hard to clean the. I wouldn't say that. It's well, I might say that. Nobody <laughs> destroys the church too bad. That's nice to know that the people that come here are, are uh, taking church, good care yeah, of. Church doesn't get too dirty. That's that's good to know. So even know. though you've you've grown up in this church and been here your whole life, did anybody uh, make one of your very first tasks finding every bathroom in the building? I can find every bathroom in the building. I bet. Can you? I bet I could. <laughs> that was the first thing uh, Paul Cross had me do. Are there any hidden bathrooms? Go find all the. Ba- <laughs> go find. A, go find. I want you to go find all the bathrooms in the church. Two upstairs. Uh huh. One, two, three, four. Five. Are we? Are we counting like each gender? A- bathroom? Every bathroom. So there's two upstairs. Uh huh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Carry the one. See, you got <laughs> See, you got to think about this. None downstairs. Eight. Is there eight? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't either. I was like, wow, eight? That's amazing. Well, okay. So let's see. There's, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four in the classrooms. Oh, and I forgot about the class- classroom ones. You didn't count the no, classrooms? No, I didn't count See, the you, every bathroom in the building, so there's a bunch. 12 if you're counting like. Male and females. Yeah. So, yeah. 12. <laughs> There's a bunch. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That's why, uh, that's why, uh, uh, that's why Paul had me do that for my first, uh, my first thing. So, all right, Grant, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you for Hopefully we me. didn't make you too uncomfortable. No, not at all. All right. <laughs> well, this has been fun. So, yeah. Grant, what's, what's happened here is normally it's uh, me, 
and DJ and Sarah and uh, Dana. Mm-hmm. Dana and Sarah couldn't be here, and so they let us run uh, run roughshod over the place. Oh yeah, so this is the, uh, you know, I thought it was kind of the DJ and RJ show, but yeah. really wouldn't it be like the RJ and DL show? Or does RJ and DJ sound better? Well, I think it flows better, doesn't it? So now it? it's the OG RJ DJ <laughs> show. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, you know, I think we've bent everybody's ear long enough here. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what Dana's going to do with this. If she's going to put this all out as one big block, or if she's going to bust it up. Yeah, so you know, she likes TikTok, so she'll cut it into like 30, 60 second clips. <laughs> she'll have to do more than that. <laughs> we've been rolling almost two hours. So, all right, we're ready to wrap this thing up. Say, so Grant, I'm going to put you on the spot. It's okay if you're uncomfortable, but could you pray? for uh, us to close it out yeah sure pray for pray it out uh dear god thank you for this opportunity to come together to talk about things um we thank you for the weather we've been having all the rain we've been having for the fields for the farmers i pray that you watch over all of our families all of us um, keep us safe healthy and keep us um, pursuing your name and uh, spreading it to others uh, around the world in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well done, sir. Well done. All right. So I better at least close. We didn't open it normal. I better close it normal, right? Yeah. So uh, if you are looking for a place to worship, if uh, you are in the Fargo-Moorhead area, you can come on down to 4601 South University Drive here in Fargo. You can join us in person at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. every Sunday. At those same times, you can go online to atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, or the YouTubes. Search Atonement Fargo. You'll find us there for those same services. And again, on YouTube, you can go back and watch all kinds of past uh, services, get past episodes of that podcast. There's some Bible studies on there. You can check it all out there. So for Grant, Pastor DJ Lura, for the absent Sarah D. Young and Dana Mashevsky, I'm Ryan Janke. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. I don't know what button to push. I'm going to try something. That's it. Here we go. <laughs> Grant, do you want? I brought some chocolate chip cookies. I'll have one. <laughs>